0: Well, Ulysses, it's a Friday, and we're changing things up a little bit. We're going to have more mailbag questions, and then, like as per usual, baseball trivia and name that war.
1: Should be a fun episode for everybody involved. Good questions all around, and, of course, trivia and war. We love that. Let's get started right now.
0: You are locked on Rays. Your daily Tampa Bay Rays
1: podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. And we are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays. You can also find us on the YouTubes at Rays and all the other traditional podcasting outlets. We love the mailbag questions and send them to us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Voice memos preferred. Been a minute since we received one of those, so don't be a stranger. Send those our way. In the meantime, we've got other business to discuss, and let's dive right into it. Um, This first question uh, from Jake Stokes, he says, What is a bigger priority offseason addition for the 2024 Rays? Pitching or hitting?
1: Man. Assuming two scenarios, all right? Everybody knows already, if, if you're a Locked on Rays listener, hit that like button. And if you are new to the channel, hit that like button and subscribe. Why? It's it's really easy right there. Um if you're familiar with my take, I do not want Glass now to be traded. I want Tyler Glassnow now to be a Ray in 2024. Assuming you don't trade Glass now, I'm going to give you two scenarios. Trade scenario, uh, scenario number one: you don't trade Glass now. Mm-hmm. It is Glass now, Eflin, Civale, Latell, Bradley. That's your top five, and then you have Shane Boz coming from TJ. Then when who, is Shane Boz coming from TJ
0: or returning?
1: Opening day. TJ? He is opening day. to go opening day. So you've got six deep that have major league experience. Th- then who after those six? It's Mason Montgomery, who's never pitched in the major leagues, and Jacob Lopez, who's thrown 10 innings, less than 10 innings, of Major League Baseball this year. And and a lot of them were in that Toronto Blue Jays series to end the season where nothing else mattered. Very Metallica. Um, So I think it's thin. I think that pitching is extremely thin. And now let's go to trade uh, scenario number two. You do trade Tyler Glass now. So now it's five deep, counting the guy coming back from from TJ, and then you have Montgomery and Lopez. That's that's not what you are used to as a race fan. You're a pitching factory. You've got arms on arms on arms. It seems like it has dried up uh, though. So, which, again, if somebody that's listening to this or watching this might say, that's what you have to trade glass now so you can replenish the farm with younger arms. Fine, but then you're then you also have to tell me, then you are willingly not going forward in 2024 because Glass now is, gonna, is not going to give you major league ready pitchers because then that team would not be yeah. doing that trade,
0: so they would be doing a soft reset in essence, which very well could be possible, uh, based on the prospect or. Absolutely will not have Shane McClanahan in 2024. The prospect of not having Wander Franco, and uh, I'm with you. Episode. I think. That,
1: I'm sorry. In, in the spooky episode, that was my spooky thing. Is yeah. having a retool, and and what you're saying fits right into that. Yeah,
0: and then if you're offloading some veterans, i.e., Manny Margot, Harold Ramirez, and others, and you know letting the kids play, it's gonna be a really interesting, unique fluid situation going forth, but I'm with you. I think they need additional pitching help starter, maybe two, maybe three, uh, bullpen help as well. Um, you know, guys like Jake Diekman and Bob Stevenson and others that, uh, may no longer be part of the fold. Um, let's not forget. I mean, as, as poor of a showing as the Rays had offensively in the playoffs, they did set a franchise mark for run score. The most runs scored in franchise history. And across all of baseball in 2023, they were sixth in home runs, fourth in runs scored, and third in batting average. Now, again, the the Wander Franco having been without him puts a dent in things, of course. The question marks surrounding Brandon Lau's health going forward each and every year is a question mark. Uh, There's others uh, as well. Some guys that may have had career years, can they repeat it or bring something close to it going forward? Um, But yeah, I think pitching certainly, certainly, certainly has to be addressed. And with the, the increase and the exponential number of injuries that happen to that position into that group, you just need to, keep reloading quite frankly
1: and then we might fall into that other category well let's trade from our offense to replenish the pitching side and who can you trade from the from the offense it could be a randy which again i am completely opposed to that um but that that might be something that they, they do i how can you is let's let's put our eric neander hats on no longer bendix hats are neander hats on let's say we want to keep glass now we want to keep brandy and we want to add more pitching Got how do we do that how do we do that
0: um in keeping a
1: payroll within a reasonable number for this organization well no not really because we heard from eric neander himself in that post-mortem conference, we are willing to run it back. Uh and with all these same players with the salary implications. Which the salary implications, we've done the math, is around 120 mil. Which again, it is 40 million dollars more than the race I've ever done. BT dubs. But let's let's take them at their word. What do we do? I would be
0: okay with that if they had clarity on wander status if they knew wander was healthy or not just healthy but available and that he was right. going to play in a raise uniform that i would feel more comfortable and confident with that but no wander no shane you know that that equals reset slight reset to me yeah i'm i'm sorry and i hate to say it and quite frankly if you know just going off of this question even further the rays need both they need yeah. offense <laughs> and pitching. They need yeah. catching help. They need yeah. multiple starters. They need multiple relievers. They need a middle infielder. They need to find a way to do all that while keeping the salaries in check and the payroll in check while they may have said, yeah, we could maybe have a payroll of $120 million. Mm, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. I, I'm i still not um, too confident or keen on the idea of them having a payroll of uh nine figures or, or greater in 2024 maybe when the new stadium opens up in 2028 that is when that happens but i don't think uh, this is the year for that
1: how about let me just make it a little bit more uh happy go lucky here wonder franco is back in the picture allegations not true Mm-hmm. Boom, you have your star six-war, seven-war player back. And you know this before spring training starts. Yes. Now, your biggest needs are starting pitching. Your bullpen lost three very good pieces. For all the talk that were like, the bullpen is fine after Dickman Stevenson, fine. Those guys are gone. So you got to replenish those those two guys. Mm-hmm. Catching depth. Are we going now with Logan Driscoll and Rene Pinto? Because Alex Jackson, those three guys, whoever, you know, Pinto might get the lead there, but it's between Jackson and Driscoll for the spring training gig. I don't know. Maybe with maybe you put another Charlie Culberson type veteran player that has been there, done that. Right. It's a lot. It's a lot to do. Yeah.
0: No, there's a lot of work to be done, and they also have to hire a general manager.
1: Even with Wander back in the picture, that's my point. It's a lot to be done, even with Wander back.
0: Yeah. Um. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. Like I said. So, yeah. uh, we have more questions to get to, or one more question to get to before baseball trivia. Name that war. But first, Ulysses, we have to tell the audience something very important.
1: Yes. Yes, we do, and that is that if you are on extended travel or you're bracing for a major weather event or limited by yet another supply shortage that we have all now lived through unfortunately you can be covered anytime that you want thanks to our partners at jace medical they have life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications that can be ordered in a one-year supply you heard me right that's a one-year supply even ed Generics for Cialis, Viagra, and others, you can have that right now. So go online to jacemedical.com and receive your 12 month supply on your daily medications. Remember to use promo code LOCKED ON at checkout for a discount as well. If you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year's supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com. To see if it can be offered for you, remember to use promo code locked on for $20 off your purchase. Again, go to That's jasemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com. Okay, this next question from Jay
0: Ardle. He says, I want a veteran first baseman, not Yandy Diaz, evidently. Uh, I think Joey Votto is done. Question mark, question mark. Can you give me a starting first baseman that the Rays may target?
1: I can tell you that I would love the idea of having a Joey Votto wearing a Rays uniform. Uh, who, who wrote this to us, by the way? Uh, Jay Ardell. Jay Ardell, thank you for writing to us. Um, I would love and the idea of having Joey Votto in the clubhouse, in the locker room, with with young guys and them sh- seeing what a Hall of Famer goes about their business, I think that is way goes way more than Mike Petriello could tell you uh, on his spreadsheets. Yeah. Um,
0: that 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 doesn't
1: get um, illuminated through baseball savant
0: is veteran factor, winning factor, leadership factor, go about your business factor set by example factor that that's not, there's no um, module for that yet anyway.
1: And if you don't think that's actually a, a thing in clubhouses, well, you can ask any other former player and they will tell you that you're wrong. And yeah. also then just go to your daily life in your daily job. Were you taught correctly what you do right now? Were the mm-hmm. people around you uh, supportive that they let you ask questions that they answer them in a nice way? Were they able to guide you? Did you learn from them? Are you better in your role because of that? Those do you are like main... being around them and do you work collaboratively with yeah.
0: them and um, work through ideas and scenarios together and just overall enjoy being in the company of
1: that individual or multiple individuals? Makes a difference. Makes a ton of difference. And if you still don't think that it makes a difference, well, I'm sorry that you are probably in third grade. It'll get better. It'll get yeah, better. You'll learn. I promise you, it'll get better. Um, so that's the idea of Joey Votto. Is like, oh my gosh, yes. The reality of Joey Votto wearing a raised uniform in 2024 is like next to me wearing a Rays uniform. Yeah. Uh, next, the Rays just year. don't make those moves. They don't. Um, they don't. I know,
0: it, and it seems like every off season, I mean, I know. We often have fun with this. We will continue to have fun with this. Uh, let's go out and get this veteran name. How about this guy? That guy? The other guy? Player A, B, C, D, E, F, all the way through Z. And then 98 and half percent of the time, it doesn't happen or doesn't shake out that way. Yeah. So the names that I'm going to mention, that we're going to mention, that are mentioned, um, likely won't step foot in a, in a raised uniform.
1: Yeah, no, it, they're not. And so... I can tell you that Joey Votto, if you guys don't know, he's Canadian. So the Toronto Blue Jays mm. might be in play, right? Cause Brandon belt was only there for a year uh, contract. So that could be an option.
0: Yeah. I, I see Joey Votto going, well, I guess he also wants to win a title and go where he can contend. And he doesn't, he may or may not care about how much playing time he gives. He just wants to win that ring, but I could also see it in a, different angle of a young up and coming team, which, you know, the blue Jays may qualify, but a team that is trying to get their chemistry right and trying to have, you know, they're, they're a losing team, but they need to bring in somebody that can kind of offer some solid gospel to the guys that they're hoping is the future of the organization you know, be it the Royals or the Nationals or something like that. That's assuming that Joey Votto has no other options out there. That might be the play.
1: Honestly, if I'm Joey Votto and my my options are a rebuilding team or retirement, maybe retirement, I'm hanging the spikes. I'm hanging the spikes. There's no way that I'm going to sit through another rebuild after having spent the last 10 years in Cincinnati having seven rebuild years. Mm Mm-hmm. That's fair. No, no, so uh, I think if he plays, it's going to be with a contender uh, or a team that sounds interesting. Like the Diamondbacks sounded interesting to Longoria last year. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, no, I think it could be
0: something like that. That a team is maybe Royals and Nationals weren't such great examples, but a team that is could be depending on how the ball rolls and shakes out could sneak. And you know what I was thinking into the playoffs like the Diamondbacks
1: did like, you know, who, you know who I was thinking for that. And I don't that? know their 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 depth chart that well. So you guys can kill me in the comments, but um, somebody like the Guardians or the Tigers, that central division is, yeah. you know, how I feel about that central division. Both of them. Um, that could be an option like to th- th- I can see the Tigers going. Far enough that they can, you know, sneak in there for that title. I can, I can see they did kind of stay alive for a while and even made a little bit of other people nervous there with the twins and the, and the guardians. The guardians also could make a move for the twins in that. Um, tech the twins themselves, um, I think those are like the interesting teams that could potentially be a landing spot for Joey Votto, but. Um, yeah, I think if it's a rebuild or hang hang the spikes, it's like, all right, right, goodbye,
0: yeah. Um, now, pie in the sky, what i love to maybe see happen. Um, Brandon Belt, somebody else mentioned this previously, two time World Series champ, still productive in his own right. I think there's a point, and we learn this with the Rangers again, not necessarily to the extent of Marcus Simeon. And Corey Seager, but a guy who has won a ring and has some some dog and some raw raw in them to the to the point that I don't know that they can they can make some sort of impact in the postseason, and maybe that is Brandon Belt, maybe that's somebody else, maybe that's J.D. Martinez, maybe it's Cody Bellinger, maybe it's Reese Hoskins. I don't know, but somebody Ooh. that can that can come in and say, okay, putting my foot down. If it's the only run that's scored in the postseason, it's going to be my run. It's going to be my home run.
1: I mean, honestly, you just said a name that I quite like and who could be on the, I mean, obviously a lot of people are going to want him, uh, but Riz Hoskins, man. Yeah, Uh, very interesting. He did not play. For those of you that don't remember, he he got injured right before the 2023 season. So he didn't play a lick of baseball last year. So that means that his money getting is not going to be as, you know, expensive as it once was. So 242 batting average career, 353 on base, 492 slugging. That's an 846 OPS, 125 OPS plus this guy. Has pop 18, 34 bombs, 29 bombs, 27 bombs, 30 bombs. That's a very intriguing name right there. Now, obviously, he's going to have a lot of suitors. But that could be a guy that might not be getting the money that he wants. So he could take a one-year deal, prove it in a competitive team like the Rays, and say, hey, you know what? Let's do it. Yeah. No, I
0: and I'd be very happy with if he was able to replicate one of those seasons that he put fourth in in Philadelphia. That would be big. That would be huge. Now, um, I don't know. I mean, do the Rays really want or need a first baseman, given that they can stick Yandy Diaz there? I mean, maybe the question from Jay Ardle is more so a a guy who can hit dingers.
1: I mean, honestly, um, hey, Yandy, stay healthy. Yeah. You're a DH now. Give you a... Mix and match it a little bit. Mix and match a little bit, sure. And you can, you know, rest up the DHing wrist as well, coming back from injury. But maybe that's the play. Just like fitty fitty, you know, doing DH in yeah. first base. That would that would be an attractive move. I it probably is not going to happen because even coming of a year where he didn't play, the money might be a little bit too big for the race. But I mean, you you make a couple moves you know, salary wise with Manny Margot and a couple of the arbitration eligible guys. And you might sneak yourself into talking about Riz Hoskins for at least for a one year deal with some really good um, I- and incentives.
0: Yeah, so um, that kind of wraps up Jay Ardle's question there. But if you look on any of these websites, you'll see name after name. Bellinger, Martinez, Matt Chapman, Jorge Soler, Hoskins, CJ Crone Brandon Belt, Jamer Candelario, Carlos Santana, Garrett Cooper, Justin Turner. You know, there's many, many, many names out there. Um, I'll just be curious to see if the Rays pull the trigger on any one of them. But I, I would like to see a guy who's won a title before. That, that's kind of what I'm asking for is somebody who has that experience and knows what it takes to get to the finish line and get to that end goal. Uh, so you, you want a that, ring. that guy would make the difference in the Rays getting to that end goal, but at least can impart some of that wisdom and, and it, maybe make some sort of impact in the postseason. A guy that's not going to shy away from the moment. That's what I'm looking for.
1: Does season. he need to have a ring or have played in the World Series? I'd like to... Ideally, have a ring. Okay, no, no, that, that I'm not. I'm not shying away from anything. So, like I, I like so that. Justin
0: else. Turner, Cody Bellinger, J.D. Martinez, Brandon Belt, come on down.
1: Yeah, I want that. Gosh, I want. I just want a damn. I know it sounds silly, but like I want to do that. It's been there, done that. I don't. I need my Cliff Floyd. I need my Eric Kinski. We go back to it so many times, yeah. but that's exactly what you hear from a guy like Longoria when he talks about 2008. He always points back to Floyd and Hinsky. Always. They don't have that. They haven't had that. Who's the last been there, done that guy as a position player for the race? Let's let's really think back here. Hmm.
0: Good question. Nelson Cruz, I guess.
1: Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. For half a season.
0: For half a season. But it'd be great to have that type of guy in the fold the at whole the beginning year. of the season into spring training as well. Yes. I think those extra three, four months and all those workouts would, would be invaluable Huge. to some shape or form. Yeah. So, heck I'm, I'm even almost going to the point of, uh, you know, a pitcher that's won a ring as well. Um, somebody that can, you know, provide that testament if you will. So we'll see. Um, you know, I'm sure something uh, something's gonna have to happen with with uh, with that. But anyway, good question there. Uh, let's go ahead and mosey on over to baseball trivia and name that war. Uh, my question is kind of uh, timely and uh, relevant to the discussion that we had. Um, of course, we know that Pete Bendix has taken the role as. Uh, what's the, what's the title that he now now has? He's no longer general manager. He's uh, president of baseball operations. I believe Mm -hmm. with the Marlins Pobo with the Marlins. Um, And uh, we're talking about guys that can swing it guys that can slug it guys that can not get a home run or two. Well, in front of me, I have a list of guys who did that in a Marlins uniform. The 10 guys, the 10 most prolific home run hitters in a Marlins uniform range from 104 dingers to 267 dingers. I want five of the 10 names on this all-time Marlins home run list.
1: Jose Miguel Cabrera.
0: He is number five smack dab in the middle at 138.
1: Honestly, one of the best biceps arms I've ever seen in a baseball field. Google him if you're too young. Dan Ugla. Dan
0: Ugla. Louisville native. No way. Yeah.
1: Oh, nice. From did you Louisville. did you see him play ever? Yeah.
0: No, never saw him play. Oh, okay. Um, number two on this list with a hundred and fifty-four. He was able to leverage that into a big contract with the Braves, and then um, kind of fell apart towards the end there uh, but yeah talk about power hitting second baseman we talk about Brandon Lau all the time Dan Uggla is a throwback to all of that and uh, very well built as well so uh, good guess there
1: the artist formerly known as Mike Stanton now Giancarlo Stanton
0: number one on this list with 267 as an aside, will John Carlos Stanton be in the Hall of Fame?
1: It would be a travesty to see Stanton in the Hall of Fame if the trajectory that he has been on for the last year and a half keeps going. Okay, that's fair. I need a guy like Andrew Jones to be in before Stanton. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, um you're not
0: yeah, you're not lying about Dan Ugla's uh Arms, really not just his biceps, but
1: his forearms. Oh Dude, my goodness! Just this whole thing was just like Popeye made. Yeah, legal. he's he's literally Popeye. Um, might, might need to check out his workout regimen.
0: Yeah, and if it was the '90s or the very early thousands, I might have some questions. I think part of it too is um just his stocky build. I think he just has very short arms in general, so that probably does help him to some extent as opposed to you know a long lanky dude like uh kyle tucker or something like that
1: yeah yeah um okay okay let's throw our first let's see what happens here gary sheffield
0: that would be correct number seven on this list with 122 i need one more nombre oh man this is easy hanley ramirez Hanley Ramirez, one of my favorite players to watch. He
1: is on this list. Number
0: three with 148.
1: Can I get one more just for fun? Sure. Keep going. Christian Yelich. Strike one. Okay. All right. I quit now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Talk about opposite builds. Christian Yelich versus Dan Ugla. Which Dan Ugla, (laughs) he's almost like a cross between tim tebow and kevin kiermeyer if you morph those two faces and maybe bodies together it might spit out dan ugla not bad he's jacked kiermeyer that's kind of what he is
1: in a way when he's got
0: the uh the the grown facial hair out yeah uh all right so the other names on this list uh stan number one ugla two hanley three mike lowell number four miggy five Derek Lee, number six, Sheffield seven, Mr. Marlin, number eight, Jeff Conine, number nine. We've mentioned him already in this episode. Cliff Floyd with 110. And then can't forget about this dude. I think underrated Preston Wilson with 104. What a name from the
1: past. That's a good list, man. That's a good list. Yeah. Figured I'd bring bring it up. Yeah.
0: All right. Name that trivia. Or t- baseball trivia. Name that trivia. Oh my gosh. No, not baseball trivia. Woo! We are on Name That War.
1: <laughs> it's been a long day, folks. It has been uh, a
0: long day.
1: If you've been People with us no on Wednesday, if you've been on with us on Wednesday and Thursday episodes and you watch on YouTube, you probably know why it's been a long day. Yeah. Um for name that war, if you've never watch this part of the segment uh is when we take a name from the past and we try to guess just using our baseball archive mind to guess the career war of this player from the past according to baseball reference and today's player from the past played for the minnesota twins among other teams and his name is jason kubel what is jason kubel's career war according to
0: B-R-E-F. Jason Kubel. Yes. I need a little recall here. Can okay. you spell that last name for me?
1: K-U-B-E-L. Jason Kubel.
0: Yes. I don't know why I'm getting him mixed up with like Corey Kosky or something to that effect. Hmm. Jason Kubel. Yes. Oof. Um, Can you tell me how long he played in a Twins career? Or is that kind of giving it away? Twins career? He played eight years. Okay. Gives me a decent enough benchmark. So he probably has his pension. Um, I mean, I think he was a solid player. I don't know if he ever made an all-star appearance, but I would have to say, and quite frankly, I can't recall if he played infield or outfield. I guess like corner outfield. But um, in my mind, I'm guessing like an average or consistent Jason Kubel season was like 268 batting average and between 18 to 21 homers and driving in 60, 65. You bottle all that together, some ups and downs over his career. He probably had like one hundred sixty career homers give or take um maybe like a 760 ops um not sure what he did defensively but i'm gonna say he had at least double digit war over his career give him a little extra bump because of that i'm gonna say 15 on the ball
1: for jason kubel 262 batting average a 330 on base 448 slug that's a 777 ops or a 108 OPS plus, 140 home runs. This man played for 10 years, including some st- time with the Cleveland Indians, then and the Arizona Diamondbacks. But his career wore, Kevin, as a corner outfielder and as a DH 4.1? Mm. That's 4. a shame. 4.1? Look, but again, look at that slash line, man.
0: That seems low. I would think at least double.
1: Me too. This was a tricky one. That's why when off oh. camera I was like, I gotta I gotta sneaky name that war. This is what I meant. The numbers do not match up to the war. No, clearly at not. All. Like he must have been horribly out there on the on the yeah. uh on the field.
0: I'm gonna give myself a little bit credit. I think I was pretty close offensively. You were, generally speaking. so
1: Yeah, you said 160 bombs, 140 bombs. You said 265 average, 262. Pretty good.
0: All right, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take any dubs I can take. Um, all right, with that, I uh, hope you all enjoyed playing along as well. In the meantime, I hope you all enjoyed. And we'll, we'll have to see what happens over the course of this weekend. There could be some movement here and there. Um, and then maybe some fun episodes Uh, next week on the show in the meantime hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we will talk to you next week